Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. This is Justin Monorail, and this is episode number 109 of the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. We're so happy you're here. Thanks for joining us once again on May 25th, 2020. Let's start out the show by introducing all of the Monorail family. Sitting directly to my left, we have... Skelligummy. Whoa. Whoa. Chicken nugget. Chicken nugget. Skelligummy. Garrett Monorail is here. How you doing? Taking a sip of Mellow Yellow, I see. Tasty. Who do you think you are? Cold Trickle? I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to explain it. I just want people to get it if they get it. Nice. Directly to your left is... Samantha Monorail, who has a lot of homework and work to do. Oh, who do you think you are, Mrs. I'm so busy with important MBA stuff and work. Whatever. This is the thing. The play is the thing. Be part of it. How you doing? You doing good? I have a lot of stuff going <laughs> on right now. You were supposed to say, I'm fine. Nope. I, it's not fair that people ask the question, how are you doing? And we are expected to respond in a manner of, it's fine. We don't really, really want an answer. Right. We, no one wants a real answer to that question. Then don't ask me because I have a lot going on right now and I am very stressed. How else do you greet people? In a polite way. You, Hello. Let me show. Let me show you how. Sitting to your left <laughs> is... There are hummingbirds outside. Yeah, there are. And they are so cool. That's awesome. Thanks for being here. Hope you're doing well. Now, moving on. See, that's how you do it. <laughs> I got brushed off. <laughs> Don't give them a chance to answer. Now that I look at them, hummingbirds are kind of awesome. Um, everybody's we, known that for all so of cool. time. They hover. This is not a hot take. I like that we have cool. this plant that attracts them, so I can like not pay attention to you and look at the hummingbird oh, outside. <laughs> well, good. Also, then, I, I say stuff all the time, and I don't want people to answer. So. <laughs> I'm going to say something right now, and I don't expect you to respond. Uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Joining us v, via, not V, V, v the Magical Monday Morning Monorail Video Hotline is our favorite, your favorite, the world's favorite, the people's champion, Landon the Dawes Doan. Landon, welcome back to the monorail. Hi, buddy. Always uh, fun to be coming from the isolation station of love. I don't know if I want to lay claim to the title of the people's champion, though I do appreciate being popular with the peeps, but uh, I would have to fight Diamond Dallas Page and then Dwayne The Rock Johnson, probably in that order to lay claim to that title. Uh I mean, DDP's doing his yoga, and if you've seen Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you know he's jacked, so I don't like my odds in either of those bouts. Mm. Or a triple threat, if we're being completely honest. Well, at least in a triple threat, you could do the whole, like, run away and hide under the under the, <laughs> under the the ring if you wanted to for a little while. And maybe... I wouldn't win, but I wouldn't necessarily have to be the one that catches the pinfall. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, just, just survive. Save face. Yeah. <laughs> no, do, I'd probably be the heel, but do the you know. do the Sami Zayn method. Yeah, he's still my Intercontinental Champion. I don't care what WWE <laughs> says right now. Yeah. Um, well, Landon, welcome back to the Monorail. Thanks so much for joining us once again as we continue our M34D takeover of the show. You know, I, I teased that a few weeks ago that we were really going to be just kind of expanding M34D wall to wall, and then like a couple weeks later, we've gone back to the three segment format. <laughs> Yeah, what's up with that? Well, I guess it's it, maybe this was all just a plan to get Landon to participate in the whole show. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm okay be. with that. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad Landon's here, yeah. but it yeah. also is a whole like um, testament to your whole like. I, I like have the to structure. have structure. It's not that. It's just our show has a format, and you know what? People well, like the format. Yeah, wouldn't it make more sense for a podcast to have structure? 
than not. Thank you. Garrett, Thank you. Garrett's right. grounded again. Garrett's my favorite of <laughs> all of a sudden. Well, we're so happy to have you, all of you, our listening audience, our friends here at the virtual table with us today. It is Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for all those who serve. Thank you to those who serve today. We appreciate all you do for this country. Yeah. And and, and remember those that like sacrifice too because mm-hmm. I know people personally who have, you know, passed away and so uh it's a good day, you know, but make sure you remember what it's about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Remember why you have Monday off. Remember why we all have the freedom to be able to enjoy things like Disney World and have like carefree days because we live in a country that has been fought for and defended and we should appreciate those freedoms and those who fought to give us those freedoms. I agree. Yeah. Another thing about today, May 25th is that this is the other star Wars day, you know, because this is the day star Wars, the motion picture was released in the theaters back in old 1977. I don't know. I heard it was on May the 4th. I mean, that's why we celebrated <laughs> Cop Disney uh, crap to bed, right? Absolutely not. I see the thing uh, is, I don't know. I'm not trying to create a controversy between the two days. I think they're both Star Wars days and I and like I said, I feel like this should just be Star Wars month. So, that's how I feel about it. Or maybe we should just celebrate Star Wars all year long. I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, that Mandalorian's sounds... cranking out some good content. Sure, why not? Man, yeah. it's so good. And Baby Yoda is my... I would my... die for the Baby Yoda. I yeah. know. I love Baby Yoda. I wouldn't. I... Yeah, well, yeah. Here's what I think about The Mandalorian. I think it's a show that even if you have never seen a Star Wars that you could enjoy, mm-hmm. I think there are things that you would like about it because of the style of it, the way that it's like a serialized kind of Western kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. I, I love that feel of it. But the but it's so good that it has so many things that people who are like longtime Star Wars fans can like take away from it and enjoy. It's just, I mean, we're not breaking new ground here. Mandalorian's good. Mandalorian yeah. is Space Cowboys. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. It's just like it's the same thing we got from Firefly. Really, I literally took the words out of my mouth. Uh, Firefly crawled so the Mandalorian can run. Yeah, yeah. Firefly deserves it to come back. <sighs> oh, oh, McKenna. Oh, oh, uh, Jay. We're about to go on a seven-hour tangent here. <laughs> I hope you have the backup battery. So here's why Firefly is the best show ever. It's such a good show. It you is. don't even need to go on a tangent. Yeah. I agree. No, it's good. It, Ahead it, of its time. If you're yeah. a person maybe who hasn't been initiated to Firefly, but you like sci-fi and you like The Mandalorian, you will love Firefly. So, so you need do yourself a favor and go seek it out and maybe give it a watch. It's very, very In fact, good. stop right now. We already have your download. So <laughs> go ahead, fire up the Hulus. I think it's still on the Hulus. And watch Firefly. There's only a season. So Yeah, there's only a season. You can get Woo-hoo. through it pretty movie. You can get through it pretty quick. And the movie, by the way, is on par with any like sci-fi big blockbuster that you've seen. It's I great. love Serenity, yeah. Serenity is a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Watch how I saw her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too bad Disney doesn't bring Firefly into the parks. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Uh-huh. Disney, you, you you want to improve on stuff? Bring Firefly. Yeah. Then again, that's my answer to everything. So. Is is Firefly twentieth century Fox? Is it? It was on Fox. I believe Fox. so. Yeah. I, I think Disney now owns Firefly so they can finally make Jane a Disney princess. Oh, my gosh. Wait. Jane ain't a girl. Jane's a boy. He has boy parts. I was going to say. <laughs> He'd take it. Yeah, you probably would. Everyone We got to go to the crappy hat. town where I'm a folk hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to start today now that we've gotten all our silliness out of the way. Oh, there's plenty more silliness uh-huh. to come. Don't worry. But Pranked. our off-topic silliness. We're going to move on to um, something that's on-topic silliness, which is... (laughs) I've been joking about this on the internet because I think I'm a comedian. But the real news... Let's let's lay out the facts first. The NBA is currently working out the details to restart the season in July in Disney's Wild World... Wild World? Wide World of Sports here in Orlando... Basically, they're talking about like it would be a just a self-contained league. It would be like the players, the coaches, they would all stay in that in that complex, and all the games would be held at Disney's Wide World of Sports, and they'd play out the rest of the season. 
Um, before I get into the joking aspect of it, I actually think it's not a bad idea. Um, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, it, it is. ESPN is part of the Disney family. I mean, it makes sense to go ahead and like if they're going to start up sports, this is a way that they could actually make sure that you know they're temperature checking, they're isolating, they're doing all the things that they need, and it's it's contained in one little environment without making people travel all over the country, and um, you know bringing in the complexities of opening up all these arenas all around the country. Yeah, and someone needs to visit that place. <laughs> well, it's not the wide world of sports that has the problem. It's the NBA experience in Disney Springs. Um, and that's where the jokes come in because <laughs> Disney has been promoting the crap out of the NBA experience. They even made a lounge fly bag yeah. that's a basketball material. And I'm thinking no one's going to buy that. If I bought it, I'd probably be like, I wonder if it bounces, you know? Yeah. But the Disney Springs experiment with NBA has not gone well. And, you know, this replaced Disney Quest, which... I realize is something that, you know, it wasn't, you know, the most attended, most popular thing in Disney Springs. But at the same time, I do think it had a lot more mass appeal than an NBA experience. Yeah. I will still to this day go to bat for Disney, uh, Disney, Disney Quest, Quest because when I went down to uh, Disney World four or five years ago and we ran into one of those uh, fun Florida thunderstorms that just, you know, show up and don't move anywhere. Me and the person I was with, we went to Disney Springs and spent all day in Disney Quest, and it was awesome. Yeah. So, you know what? It definitely did have its place. Is it exactly what they wanted? No. But at the same time, like Jay said, totally had a, had a spot. Yeah, I think so. I mean, and arcades are going away as it is. Like, mm -hmm. we we need a arcade renaissance, and Disney Quest, you know, is somebody who could... You know, Disney is definitely a company that could give us a unique really immersive, exciting arcade experience. And you know what? With them promoting Tron for the Tron light cycle coaster, there could be a tie-in of making Flynn's in Disney Springs. Are you kidding me? Ooh. Come Ooh. on. I would go there. I would definitely go there. I think that would be I mean, awesome. Or what if they, fix it, Felix. But yeah. What if they, yeah, I was going to say, what if they made Ralph's arcade? Could be. I mean, that was a little more of like a smaller ratty arcade. Flynn's was like this big place with cabinets like, you know. But what if you were able to play Sugar Rush? Well, they could put that in Flynn's. Why not? I mean, like, like it, it proper Disney Disney Quest, they had playable Fix-It uh, Felix stand-ups. You, so, I mean, um, you can play Fix-It Felix on the DS also. Yeah. Well, not I did not. Yeah, so the game exists. They can put it in there. They could put Tron in there. I mean, and the thing is, play. they had rock music playing in Flynn's. They had all the classic games, but you could bring in all the current games. One of the things that's happening like right now as we speak is even in the resorts, some of the arcades are either shrinking or going away. So yeah. consolidate all that stuff. And with Disney Springs being more of like a neighborhood, it makes sense to make it like, oh, here's Flynn's, like your neighborhood arcade. I think it's a great idea, and I, I just came up with idea. it today. Yeah. <laughs> Disney, are you listening? <laughs> they are. I'd, hate, I'd hang out there. Yeah, I think it'd be super cool. So, anyway. <laughs> Fix I, it, Felix, is pretty fun. Yeah. All joking aside, though, I do think that the NBA restarting their season at Disney is a good idea. And, I mean, we all want live sports back, so... Well, I don't know. I, I say we all. I'm looking around. I think it's me at this table. But yeah. Landon. I like hockey. Yeah, I will definitely throw my hand up. I admit I am not a NASCAR or racing fan. But last week, I definitely watched some of that NASCAR race just because, oh, my God, we had live sports again. Yeah. Which, by the way, it was hilarious. Literally lap one. A NASCAR driver named Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Because, of course, his name is Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Boom, right into the wall. Lap one. It's like, hot dog, we're back, everybody. Are you sure that wasn't part of Talladega Nights that you were watching some deleted scene? <laughs> I mean, possibly. Like I said, I don't watch enough. So it could have been Will Ferrell uh, pulling an elaborate ruse, which <laughs> if it was, more power to you. Yeah. I, I like watching BattleBots. Does that count? <laughs> BattleBots is, you know... I'd be it, down for some BattleBots, yeah. Like, there's really some presentation going on. Yeah. These days, I mean, that's sports. I like getting into it, like, whoa, kill that other robot. Yeah. And <laughs> and it's something you could, like, you know, you isolate the teams. They don't have to come in contact with each other. Well, yeah, they, they never do. Yeah. On other sides I, I, I definitely think it's a great idea, not only from the NBA and the ESPN standpoint, also from Disney and the resort standpoint. It's let it's letting them slowly reopen with a pretty 
significant size crowd without yeah. being like overloaded. Hey, guess what? We've booked every dang room and we're back to business as usual. This lets Disney kind of slow roll and figure out a, what they're going to do and B if they're going to be able to pull off the plans that they come up with. And plus, I mean, like at the wild world of sports, they have three NBA regulation courts that, uh, that these teams can play on, uh, stay inside that bubble, uh, keep maintaining testing and all that good stuff. I think I think this is a really good idea. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's a way for Disney to make some money, you know, with a lot of their revenue streams being kind of minimalized right now. They, you know, mm-hmm. this is this is a way for them to get a little bit of revenue flowing, so and especially with the NBA, because the ESPN slash ABC family, that is one of the bigger partners that the NBA does have, period. So, yeah. I mean, this is I, I it's it's a good move, financially speaking, for Disney, ABC, whatever you want to cr- call it across the board. Yeah, it's very good. So I think we're all on board. Joke, joking aside, I think I think we think it's a good idea. So I, I guess. <laughs> Sounds sure. fine. I'm not asking you all to attend a game. We won't even be able to. They're not probably going to let fans attend. So, um, But as we discuss moving back towards normalcy, this past week, there was a, what would you call it? Like a, a round table. There was, it wasn't a convention. It was a, a meeting of the minds where we had theme park leadership getting together with government officials here in Orlando to start discussing the plans for reopening and laying out like what they wanted to do and when they wanted to do it. And when it was first announced that it was happening, it sounded like we were going to get universal. We were going to get Disney, like SeaWorld was going to, everybody was going to be there. Gatorland. Um, (laughs) I still want to (laughs) go. As it turned out, Disney was not announcing that day. They, and you know, honestly, I don't blame them. Like take some time. It's, this is still early and we're still trying to gauge how the reopening of Disney Springs is going and Shanghai Disneyland and all that. So take a little more time, but universal did announce. And I just wanted to talk about that for just a minute. I know that's the park that shall not be named on this podcast, but you just named it. I named it a couple of times, but their procedures, while not wildly different from those that we've already seen laid out as potential policies and procedures that Disney will have when they open, give us a glimpse into maybe a little bit more of what we can expect when Disney does present a plan. So why not bring it up? Why not talk about it? I think it gives us a little bit of food for thought at the very least. So the first surprising thing to me is that Universal's plan is to open the parks on June 5th. I mean... I expected them to try to do it quickly, but that's like next week. <laughs> it's insane. That's. I mean, I'm excited, but I also am not a Disney or a Universal pass holder. So, but holy cow! I mean, wow, this yeah, is fast, really fast. As part of that plan, it includes not only Universal Studios Florida, Islands of Adventure, but also Volcano Bay. Oh, that's a little. Yeah. That's a little weird. That's weird to me too. They're going to electrocute mm-hmm. people. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that's true. Like sending the electro shock through the wave pool will. That maybe that kills the virus. Who Might knows? Kill it. <laughs> hey, Can't be worse than injecting uh, Clorox. But yeah, <laughs> have we tried that? Well, I, I guess we haven't. Yeah. We're about to. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the whole water park thing, that one caught me by surprise. And I assume that means Disney is going to be opening their water parks as oh, well. I don't, I don't think so. I, really I would really be to. surprised. I would too, but here locally, we got Dollywood, you know, which isn't isn't the size of Universal or Disney, but is still a pretty decent sized theme park. And they've already been talking when they get to the reopening phase, it is going to include their water park wow. as well, which I'm like looking at it all sorts of sideways because, mm-hmm. I mean, hasn't the science shown that it can be transmitted and water and pools, even with all the chemicals. I don't know. Once again, I just want to put this out there. This is not a podcast for medical advice. No, <laughs> no. Uh, we cannot emphasize that enough, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, but I, 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 I just don't know. I mean, granted, I'm not, I'm not the water park guy to begin with, but like that, like, I think I would be more ready uh, to get into a, a line at an amusement park to get on a roller yeah. coaster as opposed to like a line to go hop into a lazy river. Right. And look, use a look, raft. I, I want to go to Typhoon Lagoon. I want to go to a water park, but also I would be terrified the whole time of getting sick. Yeah, people also, spit in that water. I really want yeah. to go and, and worse and pee and worse. I know, but water parks are also really fun, and I love them. So there's a lot of things that are fun. 
that we love that just right now maybe aren't the best idea. I know. So, I'm not saying I'm going to go. With, with what car am I going to go to Typhoon Lagoon by myself? <laughs> You're am I going to run there? You're old enough to get yeah, do the car. Doesn't mean I do have the one. the car. Getting there. But, uh, but yeah, so some things that Universal explained uh, in terms of what guests can ex- expect when they arrive. First of all, temperature checks. You know, we knew that was going to happen. Uh, mm-hmm. If you have a temperature 104 or 100.4 degrees or higher, you can't enter. And that's true for guests and the Universal employees. I'm pretty sure if you have that temperature, you don't even want to be at the park anyways. No, people do. I know, um, but you shouldn't. Visitors also must wear face masks, but Universal will be providing face masks if you don't have one. I think that's it good. says in the article that I've got pulled up, they'll be available for purchase, but I had read something previously that said they would have masks that they would give to people who didn't have them. So maybe you could buy cool ones, or you could wear the ugly one for free. Like the free that that yeah, might be. True. I I have a feeling that's exactly what it's going to be. You can have right. the free, non IP'd one for free, or you can go drop seven ninety five for a clothed minion mask or, or King Kong <laughs> on your Ooh, face. Okay. I'm on board with that or a Jaws one. Yeah. Shrek. Monsters. The Universal Monsters, absolutely. Why not? Okay, I'm on board with this. Shrek. I want a SpongeBob one. You could show up and tell people that you were wearing an invisible man mask. Oh my god. Jay, don't say that. People are actually (laughs) gonna try and pull that (laughs) Um some other things that Universal will be implementing, limited capacity, and I don't know what the numbers are, but uh, they maybe they presented that. I don't have it in front of me. Um, social distancing. They're also going to stagger parking in the garages, which I think is a good idea. Yeah. Cashless payment options are encouraged. And then they're going to be wiping down all of the you know surfaces, just like we would expect. They're, they're going to close interactive play areas, eliminate water and mist elements on attractions. That's interesting. But why would If they're huh. not doing the water, then why open the water park? What if there is no water at the water park? They just have the water off. They're just slides. I'd go to slide park. I will Ow. say that most likely the water they spray in mist and like from water rides is probably not as disinfected as the water that you swim in. That's true. And it's probably recycled too, so Yeah. Ew, oh, don't that's talk horrible. about that. I don't so. like that. I mean, if it makes y'all feel any better, I already mentioned it once. Dollywood, one of their uh, most popular rides, uh, Blazing Fury, it operates without water. When back in the day, you'd take a big old Pirates of the Caribbean-esque plunge down and water would fly up and hit you in the boat. Of course, the reason they eliminated water is because uh, it is in the Smoky Mountains and uh, snakes apparently like damp, dark places to breed, so... Oh, that's Snake wonderful. Pit. That's what I'm saying. Snake that pit. is what I'm saying. How did I live through all of those Dollywood trips without knowing this? Well, snakes, <laughs> contrary to popular belief, snakes have trouble jumping on to moving roller coaster trains. No, they're so oh, skilled. <laughs> I thought they did that for fun, like, all the time. <laughs> so... I they guess do, it's just, it's just not when we're looking. I guess it's just like the talented, like, sports-trained snakes that do that. Probably. Mm-hmm. The Basketball. stunt snakes. Stunt snake. (laughs) Extreme snaking. (laughs) Yeah. And then they get to tell all their friends they got to ride a roller coaster and they're the cool snake. Mm -hmm. Of course, then those cool snakes start smoking cigarettes and, you know, they're, (laughs) uh, you really don't want to hang out with, with, with snakes like that. No. They think they're all that. Snakes of a feather flock together. (laughs) Yes. That's, that's, that's the exact phrase. You nailed it. (laughs) Well, the ones you really have to watch out for are the snakes in the grass, because grass is a gateway drug. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Boo. Damn, that's good. That's good. Bravo, buddy. Bravo. Oh, that's, that's great. That's hilarious. Thank you. Thank you. <sighs> the last thing I was going to mention is Universal is trying to proliferate their virtual cues. Uh, hmm. I am... I am a little torn from excitement, and it still is not a good thing that this came from being a part of a pandemic, but the virtual queue thing coming up is pretty exciting. Listen here, Natalie and Bruglia. No matter how we got it, <laughs> virtual queues are a good thing, and I'll take them. Wait, what? Why? Why her? She was a one-hit wonder. Her song was torn. I know that song. There you go. That's all you need to know. Okay. Wow. 
Wow. You really had to dig for that one, buddy, but I, I appreciate the to dedication for the joke. I didn't want to explain it. I have no idea who that wow. is. <laughs> so anyway, virtual <laughs> cues are a good thing. Generation. I, I mean, yes, Sam is right. It is coming of a less than ideal circumstance, but at the same time, I, I too am a okay with them implementing more uh, virtual or lineless cues, whatever you want to call them, virtual cues. I mean, especially it's like with this theme park, how long was was Hagrid's uh, Harley ride or whatever the day it opened, like nineteen hours or some crazy yeah. crap like that? Yeah. yeah yep. Please tell me why virtual cues are a bad idea. Oh man! No kidding. It, so from whoa. <laughs> I can't speak. Go from no. Yeah, I know. I get choked up about it. From a it's parks shaggy. operational perspective, you don't necessarily want all the people to not be in lines because then you have congestion in the walkways and in the restaurants and the stores. But here's the thing. You also don't want people dissatisfied standing in a three-hour line having to deal with angry kids, angry parents, you know, people who just are going to come away, they've spent half of their day or more maybe just, you know, standing in a line for a couple of rides and then they're going to give you bad ratings. I think there's a happy medium here. You know, it probably doesn't go to you eliminate standby completely. I just think it goes to, like we're saying, instead of waiting in a three hour line, maybe it's more like 30 to 40 minutes at most, which is fine. That's reasonable. You know, you, you do have to have people in the lines to make sure that, you know flow is good i mean me and garrett almost killed each other in a long line several times what? so it would be nice if we <laughs> you better watch yourself i don't remember this i do because yeah, you made you me mad i make you mad saying anything i was gonna say this is like every day it doesn't matter if you're in a line or not <laughs> right you made me madder than usual <laughs> remember when we were waiting? oh that was in line for the madder horn oh boo I've never gotten oh, to ride it. No. Oh, Jay's really face. pleased with himself on that one, ladies and gentlemen. I'm on fire today. No. <laughs> Horrible. All right. Well, that's all I really wanted to say. I, I think, you know, take from it what you will. We've got this information, and now we just wait to see when Disney, you know, presents their plan for opening and what their policies and procedures are going to be. I really think it's going to be very similar. I expect Disney to do more. Here's something I've learned and been disappointed with over the last week or so is that apparently Disney crowds are much less compliant than Universal crowds if, yep. if City Walk and Disney Springs is any indication. So that concerns me a bit, but we'll see. I don't know. I'm telling you, I listened to the Hyperion Adventures podcast where they interviewed... What's that guy's name? Lee Cockrell. Steve. And uh, him? He made no, Lee me feel very comfortable, and I'm ready to go to Disney. Yeah, Go back, check out the Hyperion Adventures podcast. Tom and Michelle do a wonderful job every week, but their special interview with Lee Cockrell um, was fantastic, and they were really talking about like how Disney handles going through these situations and, and the safety of the guests and, and the policies and procedures, the thought process. And seriously, I mean... I'm not kidding. Like, he definitely... I was like, maybe it's going to be okay, and yeah. I should go. Yeah. I'm... I'm still not ready to go. Listen to it. You'll, you'll change <laughs> I'm your not mind. doing that. I don't listen well, to it. Well, we did find out this week Disney knows how to respond when guests bring their own open flames and hot dogs. Oh, God. Hot dogs. Uh, yeah, because, oh, my God, that actually happened. I know. I wasn't even going to make because it's unbelievable. If you're going to make serious, hot dogs yeah. in Disney, why not make at least chili dogs? <laughs> well, who knows that they didn't have chili? I mean, in in. It's as of recording this, we're not even six months through uh, six months through the year that is 2020. That right there, people bringing in their own open flames to grill hot dogs next to Raglan Road. That is one of the most 2020 things we could possibly have right now. Just what? I just don't understand how that would even cross somebody's mind. But who thought that was a good idea? Yeah, it's mm. shocking. It's shocking. Today, I will. Grilled hot dogs at Disney. Well, in the spirit of Hyperion Adventures, I've got a tip for you for your next Disney trip. Do not try to grill when you're in Disney Springs. <laughs> That's not the place for it. No. Go to a wilderness campground, Fort Wilderness. Go get you a, you know, a camping spot. They have grills over there. Or like, you know, go in your backyard. Right well, at your if you're house. on a trip, you're not in your backyard. This is a tip for a Disney trip. Go oh. in someone's backyard. Go in. Yeah. No, that's great. Don't. No, that's, that's don't. <laughs> 
That's trespassing. Yeah. So anyway, that was wild. And uh, oh boy, was it. Just don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Let's, um, you know, I know it's hard for some people, but let's be respectful. Yeah. Disney will let you bring food in, by the way, but never have they been okay with you starting up a grill. Yeah, don't cook. <laughs> it's not your job to cook there. Yeah. You don't. We know Disney food's expensive. We get it. Like, I understand trying to, you know, find a way to circumvent paying those Disney prices, but it's not like starting up your own grill and grilling what up hot dogs. What did they think was going to happen, actually? <laughs> they thought like, they were going to have a cheap meal? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. They did. <laughs> so I guess that means next time I visit the Magic Kingdom, I'm going to say it's my constitutional right to carry in this George Foreman grill. I was going to say, if you're... <laughs> This is so funny because that's exactly what I was going to say. Why not bring a George Foreman? You don't have to worry about charcoal and fire. Yeah, exactly. No it, it, flame. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 uh, on on a slant, so all the grease catches and just boom, it's very easy to, yeah. uh, to clean up. It's a lean, mean, fat smashing machine. What do they call it? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't think that's it. <laughs> I don't think that's it. Up it is now, right there on the side of the box. <laughs> it's something like that. Oh, God. All right. Well, as you all have probably ascertained at this point, Cousin Kevin is not here with us today. No and, way. Um, yeah. Really? He didn't join us. So we're going to take a little break. When we come back, he won't be with us again. Oh. But I'm going to call an audible here, and I'm going to say when we come back, we're going to talk about Hollywood Studios Essentials, because I think that's going to be a significant conversation. We're going to save Japan for when Kevin's here because it's his favorite pavilion. What? We're not talking about Japan. Let's save Japan. Uh, Kevin, if you're not here next week, I hope you're listening. I will choke you. Did you say Audible? Let's not threaten. This podcast is brought to you by Audible. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. I wish. <laughs> not that I'm against it, but we're not. So. We're totally open. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're talking Hollywood Studios Essentials. Stay with us. Welcome back to the monorail. Thanks so much for sticking with us. I know you're dying to hear our opinions on the Hollywood studios. And let me just start out by saying it's the Hollywood studios. There's no such thing as MGM anymore. That's long gone. What? Forget yeah, about it. Old people. That's it, the past. There's also no such thing as shade. There's no shade. None. I'll tell you what my essential is at Hollywood studios, a tree, a because parasol. I can stand under it. My essential, <laughs> my essential is at Hollywood studios is going back to the parking lot and then going to animal kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into that, I do want to say Garrett, by the way, on the parks and monorails, most magical hour live this past Tuesday, Jen said, when you, when you were saying some people don't like change, she knew who you were talking about. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> so the message was received. Not Good. so veiled shot. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, before we get into Hollywood Studios, let me give you an updated Epcot scoreboard, at least for the ones that are leading the pack. See if we have any surprises here. Based on votes, our votes and the votes of our Monday morning monorail family on the Facebook group and a couple Twitter votes as well. And people that voted live on the parks and monorails, most magical hour live on Tuesday night. Here's the updated scoreboard. Spaceship earth. Number one with 15 votes. Mm. I, I mean, it's the icon. It's yeah. good. It deserves to it's be great. number one. Yeah. Don't so that. pretty on the outside <laughs> and inside and inside, inside yeah. and out. It's a beauty. Number two and two tied for second. <laughs> Which doesn't surprise me, really. Test Track and Soren. Mm -hmm. 14, okay. 14 votes apiece. Well, I like both of those. Yeah. I like I mean, Test Track. I you don't like Soren. It's fine. I like them both. Um, to me, neither one are really super necessities when I go to Epcot. Uh, test but. Track? I mean, considering that there's a limited amount of rides because it's not a ride park, I get mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Coming in fourth with 13 votes, just one behind. Living with the land. Woo! Yep. Living with the land should have been number one. Yeah. 
Now we have a little bit of a drop off to five, which is from 13 to nine votes. Frozen Ever After has nine votes. Mm. Um, coming in with eight. President. <laughs> coming up with eight uh, World Showcase performers. That should be and, higher. And the Grand Fiesta Tour starring the three Caballeros has eight as mm. well. Hmm. So. I'm kind of surprised that the performers, I mean, they got eight votes, but I'm surprised they didn't get more just because it included so much with one vote. Right. I agree. But I will also say that some of these results are somewhat skewed by the fact that no one knows how to participate in this survey without trying to like name ridiculous <laughs> things that shouldn't be on the list. So, uh, <laughs> fair enough. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, we were getting all kinds of votes for things like, Water fountains. <laughs> wow. Did anybody vote for benches? Th- that just missed my top five. I'm a big fan of benches. No, but did no one. No one vote voted for, for Mickey pretzels. No votes for pretzels, but we did get votes for like shopping, and I was like, Dad wouldn't allow food because it's I did again. Oh my god! Three weeks it, in a row. I did it right. The survey, and I'm just trying. To get us to answer in terms of what the survey was, which doesn't include food, people. No food. No shopping. No food, people allowed. Right. Food, people. Bring your own grills. Okay. Oh, no. I mean, Mouse Gear is cool, but 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 you can't vote for it. Uh, the only film besides Awesome Planet that I voted for that got any votes was Impressions de France, and it actually got two votes, hmm. which I thought was kind of interesting. So. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah. believe Journey into Imagination was so low. Yeah, it's way down there. It only got five votes. But it puts it ahead of Mission Space. And the Seas with Nemo and Friends both have four. Boo! I hate the Seas with Nemo it's, It was and votes for the whole pavilion, including Look. the aquarium. Oh, I like the aquarium. Yeah. That machine in there. That horrifying <laughs> we machine. We get it. We get it. great. We get and it. I you love, love the robot arm. It's terrifying. Yeah. We get it. You love it. Why don't you marry it? The, the Halloween overlay <laughs> for that, if they ever did one, would be just that machine. You can only see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there's no more talking about the Nemo and Friends Kuka arm, because now it's time to start talking about our Hollywood Studios essentials. So, here are the rules. Rides, attractions, shows. It's that simple, people. That simple. I'd like to nominate uh, Baseline Tap House. That's not any of those things. <laughs> Wait, so. oh, I love sorry. that place. You can't vote for the Miss Piggy Fountain. What? You, you can't vote for the soundtrack outside of the Chinese theater. So what you, about Pizza Rizzo? I mean, I mean, <laughs> oh, Pizza Rizzo's not that good. I just, you also you take that back. No. <laughs> also, you can't vote for rides that are closed, Wait, like so the Great Movie Ride. Can you vote for? Flight of Passage, Expedition Everest, Dinosaur. <laughs> I'd like to uh, nominate that one ride at SeaWorld that's a roller coaster. They, they have a few now. <laughs> They're pivoting. They do? Really? They're hard pivoting because they realize that uh, people aren't big fans of what was going down with yeah, those. I don't oh, like yeah. After that documentary like, kind of came and just, just firebombed the whole place. Yeah. Oh. People are big fans of roller coasters, though. If yeah. they turned into a roller coaster park and released all of their animals. I think they have like three or four coasters now. And people say one of them is like one of the best ones in Orlando. The Stingray. Wow. Is it the Stingray? Yeah. They could have their rides be water themed. Well, they kind of are. They don't need to change their name. But you know what? I prefer my roller coasters to be free in the wild. I don't want them caged <laughs> in a park. That's just unnatural. Wow. Oh, that's I'm good. gonna fight you. I hope you know that. <laughs> I was gonna say McKenna is giving you the death stare. Well, McKenna, yeah, somebody's well, not gonna be on this podcast next week. And spoiler alert: It ain't Kevin. <laughs> big animals like whales and how big are roller coasters? Bigger than whales? Roller oh. coasters are not alive. Oh, they don't have a I beating disagree. heart. Wow. Spoken and like they a true person hurt. that hates robots. Say that. I'm gonna put you in a cage. Save and I'm cage. not gonna feed you unless you do tricks. <laughs> Say You're that. Okay. robot racist. I am robot racist, except Say that for to droids. Disco Yeti. <laughs> Disco Yeti is not alive. He cannot talk to us. He cannot show emotions. He cannot demonstrate pain. I disagree. I think, I think he's demonstrating pain. pain constantly. I think yeah, you're about to, to start be... demonstrating pain. Oh, all right. I'm gonna... 
McKenna, while you're fired up, why don't you start off the All Hollywood right. Studios Essentials? When I go by myself to Hollywood Studios without any of I'm you have two lists. ever again, no. um, I'm going to go ride the Rock and Roller Coaster. I'm going to go ride the Tower of Terror. Yeah. I'm going to go ride Mickey's Runaway there Railway. I was worried you weren't going to have that. Um, I'm going to go ride... What else is there? <laughs> um... <laughs> That's it. Um, no, I need two more, I guess. Oh, my gosh. I don't know um, why you're struggling. There's uh, so many yeah, good ones on the board. Uh, there's a couple that I... <laughs> I'm going to go to Galaxy's Edge. I'm that gonna, that's not count. an attraction. I'm going to go there. to do the Rise of the there Resistance. You go. There's four. I don't want to do the Millennium Falcon okay. because what if I get a bad seat? It's okay, not so worth it. What else is there? <sighs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. My head's well, Jay's explode. about to disown one of his kids on the podcast. Everybody buckle up. This is going to be fun. I don't want to be in this room with her right now. <laughs> McKenna, do I have to say hashtag Muppets? There the you Muppets go. are there. I that, love that took you way oh too long. God. Uh, of course I go do the Muppets. I was thinking about the Miss Piggy wa- Fountain. <laughs> <laughs> you I, just said it. I was like, I want to go to see the Miss Piggy Fountain. But I couldn't say that because you told me not to. <laughs> so you've got Muppet Vision. You've yeah. got Rise. Yeah. You've got Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror yeah. and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. That's yeah. my list. Okay. I- identical? Yeah. Wow. That's my list also. Mm. Okay. Garrett and McKenna, two votes apiece. For all of those attractions, I guess uh, let's go Landon. Okay, uh, I'm going to go Tower of Terror. I'm going to go Rock and Roller Coaster. Uh, since I have not ridden uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, it will not be making my top five uh, because I, I haven't lived here. It. Settle down, Beavis. Um, uh, I'm going to include Toy Story Mania. Okay. I'm going to go Rise of the Resistance, and for. Five. One. Oh, the Muppets. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, I will go Muppets, Muppets for five. Uh, shout out to Star Tours, I guess. You uh, almost yeah. made it. You almost made it. Same with me. I wish I could put it on there. It hurts to cut some of these things. This one's a little tougher than uh, Epcot was, I think. Hashtag save the Muppets. Okay, I'm going to go. You go last. Huh. You're going to close it out for us. I'm going Tower of Terror. That's my one spot because for a very long time it was my favorite ride on Disney property. So... Essential, Tower of Terror. Number two, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, because it is very, very good. And I think any any ride that you know brings Mickey to life the way that this one does, it deserves some love. I'll go Slinky Dog as number three for me. I'll go Rise of the Resistance as number four. And I'll go Muppet Vision. Where's the rock and roller coaster? As my five. It's not essential to me. What? I think Slinky Dog, personally, is a more enjoyable ride uh, now. Mm, mm, mm. For me. Mm. All right. Mm. It goes fast. It goes faster than Slinky <laughs> when I, goes it, when fast. I, it, when I get off Rock and Roller Coaster, sometimes I'm in a little pain. That's because well, you're, you're old. Exactly. And you're weak. Exactly. I'm getting older. Slinky Dog's fun. Plus, I get views of Galaxy's Edge. I, I like it at night when it's all lit up. It's cool. Slinky Dog's Rock easy, and Roller Coaster uh, now. Yeah, that Wheezy animatronic. Mm-hmm. Pretty solid. Yeah. And that puts me... I mean, I've taken like little pieces from all around the park. I feel good about you it. You want to stand for your whole day in Hollywood Studios for a, in a line for Slinky Dog when you could be riding Rock and Roller Coaster? Who said I didn't rope drop Slinky Dog? Well, you didn't. Who said I didn't you snag, you definitely didn't said I didn't you, snag you a did. fast pass for it? Why would you rope drop Slinky Dog? So I don't have to stand for two Why hours? Why wouldn't you rope <laughs> drop Ronto Raps? <laughs> <laughs> I get my boarding group for... Rise of the Resistance, I go ride Slinky Dog, I go to Mickey and Minnie's, then I can do Tower of Terror, because it, usually it moves pretty quick, and the lines have dispersed, and uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm feeling good. There's a method to your madness. I respect that. Yeah. Sam. So, I'm actually struggling right now. Ha What? Between what would I really do, and what would Sam, who wants to do... The right things. No, no, no. What would you really what do? What would you really do? Your essential five. It, it, there's no right answer to this, yeah. but I, I will know. judge you for your response. And that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> Who cares? Be yourself. <laughs> be you. Be you, baby. But I, I have... Twinkle, twinkle. 
have all these things going through my mind right now. Okay. And eventually... I hope it's not food or shopping. But that's exactly what I'm thinking about. <laughs> and I would like to do one of these with a food and We've shopping. talked about it. We, we're going to do food, I think. Somebody requested that on the Please. Facebook group. I think it's That'd important. Yeah. So, for my Hollywood Studios, first, Tower of Terror. Of course. Mm-hmm. I could have guessed that one. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I would have guessed yeah. that for you. Such a good ride. Then Rock and Roller Coaster. Okay. Because I try to do that every time I'm there. I have fun on it. And I'm someone who gets motion sickness. And the fact that I can ride that and not ride anything else for a really long time and still be okay for a little while is pretty good. It gets me sometimes. It does get me sometimes. Um, And then I would probably go to Rise. Yeah. I know what your fifth is. What? Beauty and the Beast live on stage. No. Oh. no. The Frozen show. Yeah! <laughs> That's a good one. But I didn't put Muppets in there, and I do love them, but I think the Frozen people are hilarious. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> that Frozen show is good, and I'll be honest, even though I gave a shout-out to Star Tours, that almost got my five spot. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's so much fun, and the lady, like, swooning over, um, the prince guy is really funny. Hans. 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 Yeah. It's not my favorite show. <laughs> it's, it's fun though. It's so I like much it. fun. And I hey, hashtag real men love frozen, Garrett. That's I don't know. True. Sometimes I like frozen, but that show sometimes makes my face go Why? It's just, it's supposed to be cringy. Uh, yeah, but it's a little too much for me. Nah, I like it. I love the cringiness. And I just think it's hilarious. When so the last time we watched it, it was the seasonal show too, which was really cool. Yeah. I I actually wish they would make me a guest on there, and I could totally do that role of like being over the top. I could do it. I feel oh, like speaking of over the top, like one of the things that really, I guess, endears uh, that show to me. The first time I ever saw it, it was when all of us went to uh, went to the studios. Do y'all remember like three rows in front of us at one point when Elsa shows up? Oh, yeah. There was this full-grown adult. It's like, yeah, yeah! Like, just pops, gets up. Pops like you would think, like, Macho Man Randy Savage just came back from the dead to make a run-in. Like, like this guy lost it. And that, that right awesome. there, it's like, I love this show. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah that guy was That hilarious. was very good. Uh-huh. If you're listening, dude, uh, salute to you, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, I hope Man, your wife if, didn't beat you later. <laughs> imagine if he is listening. But I think, wasn't the story, though, he was there with his daughter, and his daughter, like, went crazy, too, right? Because we were kind of paying attention, like, he was there with his with what I yeah. believe to be his daughter. We maybe made up a story for this guy. Well, maybe we I, were reading I, did, into I it. didn't know any of that. I was just popping huge because Homeboy was having such a great time. I'm like, yes. <laughs> he may himself have been that, that excited, truthfully, but I think it was also because, like... Well, she did come out shaking her hips like Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Elsa's got some, you know, swagger to her. And yeah, that, yeah. that dress... Mm-hmm. Some dude, as they say. You know, the cut is pretty high on her dress. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the dress style was inspired by Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> I do have write-in votes from Kevin, by the way, who not with us today, so where he only gets like a half point for all these. But <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that right there is—it's going to end up being the tiebreaker for some of these attractions. You know right. that, right? That's all right. I don't think so because his his list is weird. So he said that he was inspired by his last trip to the studios where Galaxy's Edge wasn't open. Okay. So his is going to be different than ours. Give a different perspective. So here we go. Number one, Tower of Terror. He says he literally can't walk into the studios and not do it. Best ride on property. I agree. According to Kevin. Uh, which was a show that was a spinoff of According to Jim. Oh, my God. Look, uh, I don't really know if I agree with that. Midway Mania. He says he's uber competitive, so it gives him that competition he loves so much. Plus, Silly, that's not what it's called. It's a great Toy Story attraction. Right, it's Toy Story Mania nowadays. It used to be Toy Story Midway Mania. Okay, I was about to say, it's like, I thought it was called something else. It used to be. Yeah, it's just Toy Story Mania now. Okay. I think it confused people. I don't know. I'm confused regardless. (laughs) The Frozen sing-along. Hey. He said, listen, I don't sing the songs. Yeah, right. But I crack up at the jokes every time. If you get Ben as your male host, you're in for a treat. So great. Meeting Kylo Ren. He said, do I have to explain this? 
Even though they ruined him in Rise of Skywalker, I still love him always. <laughs> R.I.P. Kylo, a true a true legend. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I, I kind of hate that he isn't here because he would have to explain that one to me. Like, I have never come out of a character meet and greet so awkward. Like, the urge to speak to yeah. somebody's manager <laughs> was very strong in the force at that point. Yeah, I, I didn't really like that one. It, it is very awkward. Oh, it's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Finally, Fantasmic. Is it overrated? Probably. Is it as good as as Disneyland? Doubtful. But here's the thing. It's my Fantasmic, and I love it. I didn't know he wrote it. I didn't know he created the show. That's awesome. Good for him. It literally gets me emotional every time Mickey pops up at the top of the mountain at the end. It's probably one of the best ways to end any day, let alone a park day. I do sing that song, but not loudly, because it's such a great song, such a great show. I just love all right, yeah, feel free. Woo. Feel free to criticize. I, He's not here. Why I is don't, he not singing loudly for all to hear? I don't remember Fantasmic <laughs> at all. I have no idea what happens. I went to it by myself before the parks closed down. That's the one with the devil, right? No, that's the that's the, the thing you watch. You're talking about Chernabog? He's not in this. I don't. Well, th- they might show him on like one of the projections, but the the big bad in this one is Maleficent because yeah. the dragon comes out. And then Mickey shoots her with a... That's, that's a thing you watch. With a, with a missile What's from his sword. Fantasia? Yeah, he's in Fantasia. That's the, what The big devil about. thing's in Fantasia. Is that what you're thinking of? I'm having a hard time. Are you? Do you need help? Should we call somebody? <laughs> if they uh, had him in Fantasmic, do you know how many little kids would, would be terrified? Well, the dragon's like, pretty scary as it is. Yeah, but, but that's like that looks like the devil coming out. He is the devil. And, and don't they kids would be terrified. Don't they also have the snake like doesn't doesn't there isn't there like a big Jafar snake that comes out during Fantasmic? If they do. I think that's, that's true. Really I don't cool. remember. I think that's true. I it's basically like, you know, the whole idea is Maleficent's like, you know, pulling the powers of all the, you know, the bad guys to take down Mickey in his dreams. And then Mickey pulls out what's the name of the sword that Link uses in Legend of Zelda? The master sword. He pulls the out master the master sword. sword and fires a missile, and that ends the show. <laughs> oh, no, that's that's impossible. Nintendo Land's going to be at Universal. Oh, you're right. It's, yeah, uh, the master sword does shoot. I know that. So I'm aware. Dad does he is actually use the master sword? A veteran. I used exactly. No. Happy Memorial Day, Dad. <laughs> Memorials. Uh, Wait, I don't know. Memorials Day. <laughs> don't I, laugh. My at favorite me. part is when Navi comes flying out of the uh, of the castle when when the fireworks go off at Magic Kingdom, saying, "Hey, listen! Hey, listen!" <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Kevin, your votes count for half because you weren't here, but they'll, they'll count nonetheless. Counting for half kind of makes them for a full point because if it's tied with something, it will still go up. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Uh, what is an attraction, I've kind of thrown some out there, that didn't make your top five, but you wish you had a spot no just so it would be in there? For me, it's Star Tours, Star I think. Star Tours, yeah. Dinosaur. Okay. That's Dinosaur not I love Dinosaur. I already made that joke. I know, but I want to put it out there. Yeah, I think for me, Star Tours, I also considered... Um, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones, actually, yes, because oh my gosh, that's a great show. stunt show. Yeah, it's a good stunt show. I was considering the Muppets, but all I can think about is those sticky chairs. It really bothers me, those chairs. It doesn't bother me. These are the sacrifices we make to hashtag save the Muppets. You go sit in the gross chairs, you put up with it, and you have a great time. Mm-hmm. And for I'm just since today, on, you too can hashtag save the Muppets. I'm too focused on the, on the Muppets to care about the seats. Oh, and since um, we've wrapped up basically that conversation, I mean, did did you all say your honorable mentions before I pivot to a Muppets thing real quick? Um, yes. Because, I mean, yeah, now I do want to say, like, I made the argument. I think you could make a legitimate, valid argument that Star Tours might be more preferable to Millennium Falcon. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And, and I'm not saying that, like, I 100% agree with it. I'm just saying I could totally see people feeling that. Millennium way. Falcon stresses me out. I don't, that's not what bothers me about it. That's what bothers me about it. It's the, the power is not equally distribu- Them distributed. Them giving points and taking points with that kind of thing gives me anxiety. I'm like, I don't want to do bad. 
And also, like, if you get stuck, kind of like to echo what McKenna said, if you get stuck with a uh, with a bad pilot or a bad uh, flight crew, it can really, really be detrimental to your enjoyment. Like, my last ride on the Millennium Falcon was with, like, two kids as the pilots that couldn't be more than 10, either one of them, and they hit literally everything they could to the point where I had to catch myself. I did one of those heavy, aggravated sighs, and I, <laughs> and I felt the eyes of one of the parents look at me from the side. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but that's what's going on. So, yeah, I'll, I'll echo what McKenna's saying. Yeah. Yeah, I've never been anything but a gunner or an engineer, and those are fine, but... Engineer's not fine. No. Engineer is not a good experience, in my opinion. Gunner's okay, because at least you can look at the screen. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I, I didn't feel like I was, ex- I thought the ride was really cool, but I just wished I didn't have to do anything and I could just watch it. Because, it, and I know there's that option. Yeah, but- you can, if you don't press the button, that's one thing maybe we should tell people is like, if you just want to ride it and you don't want to influence what's happening, you don't have to press your button to activate your seat. You could just sit there and watch. Yeah. yeah you can be a I passive think, rider. Yeah. Yeah. If I ever get stuck in one of those positions again, that's what I'm going to do because I don't, I'd rather see what's going on. I don't enjoy it though, well, being the, in those positions. Now, also, if you wait standby, you can tell them that you want to be pilot. And I mean, honestly, I've, I've heard this from people. I've seen it happen. Um, but I think the best experience you can have on Smuggler's Run is going in with a group, like a full group yes. of six. Uh-huh. And it, because when you're in there with your friends, it really doesn't matter what seat you're in. You're having a great time. And it is. It's a really yes. cool experience when you're in there with your friends. Yeah. Or I family. Get that. Yeah. But like, if you're like strangers- I, I still remember the day one of opening of Galaxy's Edge, me, you, Frank, and just three yeah. randos in the cockpit. That was so much fun. Well just because everybody's like 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 you know, everybody's on the same same yeah. page and like you're cheering like, Oh, hit that, hit that, hit this, hit this, and like everybody cheers when they're supposed to. That was so much we fun. Had a very good group but it made a big difference that you and frank were the pilots because you were totally into it and you're people who can like handle the controls and know what you're doing that is that's fair and that honestly made, that, uh, and that's the only time i've ever been the pilot too every every other time i've gotten on uh, the millennium falcon which i'd say is like five ish at this point always the engineer except for that one and no i t- Take that back. I've been the gunner once as well, but other than that, all engineer. I know. Yeah, it's 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 kind of. Yeah. I have that rare experience yeah. of single rider smugglers run, and I actually became the pilot, which I just lucked my way into that. You it, are a witch. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I've never been engineer. You pretty much, if you single rider, it's almost a guarantee you're going to be yeah. the engineer. Yeah, you're an engineer. Yeah. So, but, but that's the thing. That's why, like, if you stand by, they'll let you say, like, I really want to be the pilot and they'll fill up the cockpit with single riders. So then, yeah. So it's okay. Don't be afraid to ask. But it doesn't hurt anything. That ride does make me like really worried the whole time. Like, I I really don't want to do bad and make all the other people disappointed in me in that ride. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Well, Garrett, just don't suck. There you go. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I'm going to close out on a positive note. Guys, we're getting some Muppets content on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, baby. Muppets Now, an upcoming American comedy series produced by the Muppets Studio, will be released on Disney+, Plus coming up July 31st. It's going to be a improvised situational comedy. That's my birth month, by the way. They did that as a gift to me. That's right. Well, happy birth month early to you. Yep. So, so excited. Why didn't I know about this already? We could have started a countdown. I thought you did. I didn't. It's improv and it's situational. Yeah. yeah. That's like the two best things. Yep. Except, mm, it depends. But um, they're very good. <laughs> okay. What are the other things that are the best things? I want to know your list. My list? Dinosaur. Dinosaur. <laughs> Expedition Everest. Yeah. Okay. Flight of Passage. But they have already started production. Production began um, June 8th of 2019. So oh, wow. this is a limited series. There, it's, it's, um, I, I don't remember how many. I think it's only a few that they've made. Here's what we got to do, guys. We got to blow up the numbers. Yeah. If you are listening to this right now, I am. This is your call to action. When the Muppets now hits Disney Plus, blow it up. Just, Just watch binge it over it. and over again. Yeah, don't even. You don't have to be in the room. Put it on like a screensaver and leave the room if you want to. Your dog wants to watch the Muppets. 
Make I was it. literally about to say, I leave, the, I leave the TV on for my dog when I go to work. Guess what? She ain't going to be watching Cartoon Network. She's going to be watching Muppets now. Yep. Make your electric bill go way up. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm so excited. I, I really do think we got we to gotta show them some love, and we need more Muppets in our lives. And if people, if we would show Disney, and you know, Kermit put out a video on Twitter where he was playing Rainbow Connection, <sighs> and it blew up. It got like... A couple million views real quick. And I definitely didn't cry watching it. Definitely did not cry while yeah. watching it. I mean, okay, that's a lie. I totally cried while watching it. I don't cry. I'm a real man. There's a demand. <laughs> well, then you love Frozen. There's a demand for Muppets content. People want it. We want good Muppets content. Right. Mm-hmm. And if it was there, out consumable, we would consume it. Put the Muppets in the parks. Let's do this thing and hashtag save the Muppets. Now, I did say months ago that I wanted to do some sort of a Save the Muppets event in the parks. And, of course, that ended up not happening because all of a sudden the world, like, stopped working. And, like, I mean, like, you know, out of order. There's a big out of order sign on the world uh-huh. right now. <laughs> so Yeah, Earth's closed. Moose out front should have told you. Yeah. So when things get opened up again, I will be orchestrating a plan to do a hashtag Save the Muppets Day. And we're going to figure out how to, like... We're gonna we're gonna do this thing right. We're gonna get T-shirts. We're gonna go and watch the Muppets hang out by the Miss Piggy Fountain, eat some pizza we're Rizzo. Have signs like with Kermit. Not signs. Maybe Kermit's head. Not sign. signs. Muppets mask. Maybe we will have Muppets mask. Who knows? Yeah, we're get, gonna like, do green it. face paint for Kermit. <laughs> I don't think going in green face is a good idea. I hear that's frowned upon. No, just like marks on the cheeks. <laughs> I got you. I'm just being silly. Um. So, yeah, we're going to do it, but all right. I think that's a good show for the day. What do you guys think? Yep. Huzzah. Yeah. Uh, Garrett, where can people find Skelligummy content? Well, you just said it. Skelligummy, S-K-E-L-E-G-U-M-M-Y on YouTube and everywhere else. Yeah, in your grocer's freezer. Skelligummy. <laughs> no, not there. <laughs> not there yet. <laughs> there will be Skelligummy Ice cream bars. Cookies and cream ice cream bars. No, that's Skella gummy. Obviously, it would be gummies. Oh, you're right. Well, I was thinking there could yeah, be gummies. Dad. Gummy. They Put gummies in the ice. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you could have some of those, like, like uh, single meals for dudes. Those, those seem to be popular. <laughs> Not that I'm aware of that being a market at all. Are you talking about Hungry Man? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> I actually think those taste pretty good. <laughs> Some of them are pretty okay. I say this as somebody who's made a lot of microwavable uh, meals for himself recently. <laughs> I like them. Well, Landon, let's tell people where they can find your content, where you're posting videos of how to make these microwave meals. <laughs> no, I haven't gone full-blown Leonard yet, but uh, who knows uh, how long this quarantine keeps going. We'll see what happens. L-A-N-D-O-Z, please go follow me, Landon Doan. I'm the best, Landon Doan, not the rest. Uh, it's where you can find me uh, and the latest from me, 280 characters at a time. I also on the website, buttmunchchips.com, buttmunchchips. Say it together with me, Garrett. Sit on your butt and munch. You're fantastic. I don't know if we'll ever be able to top that one. Uh, that's where you can find exclusively posted uh, podcasts such as Game of Thrones and R&D Project because uh, the R&D Project is dead. Long live the R&D Project. We are now exclusively near Fall Radio where we bring you, we being me and Will Rab, the latest from the world of professional wrestling. We just had a episode previewing uh, this past weekend's AEW Double or Nothing pay-per-view. We will be joining you this week to talk about what happened. Also, we had to uh, uh, talk about the unfortunate passing of former WWE superstar Shad Gaspar and some more positive news. The, uh, I guess, uh, announcement that the then current WWE Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch is pregnant and had to relinquish her title to uh, Jay's girl, Asuka. Asuka. So, Asuka. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jay is ready for Oscar in case anybody's uh, curious. And uh, yeah, be sure and check that out. Also, I want to give a random shout out to another Twitter. It's called at possum every hour where it literally just posts a picture of a possum at the top of every hour. And it's great. I love it. So go follow it has nothing to do with Disney or theme parks for that matter. But unless possums get into theme parks, I don't know. I'm sure they do. We already talked about snakes getting into theme parks. I'm sure possums hang out on roller coasters specifically all the time. So, uh, yeah, there's that. Just make sure you don't surprise the possum account because it might play dead. 
possums are sweethearts. They don't do anything wrong. I love them. They're the only marsupial in North America. Did you know that? Fun fact. I love it. This is you know what like else a- is a fun fact that I'm also on the Phil Show on News Talk 98.7 <laughs> WOKI radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, 6 to 10 a.m. Monday through Friday, streaming worldwide at Newstalk987.com. Also available in the iHeartRadio app, also available in the News Talk app. And we are smart device enabled, so all I have to do is say Alexa, play News Talk 98.7, and boom, there you go. Wow. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say the possum talk is a bit of a throwback to – Early Monday morning monorails when we didn't know where armadillos came from. Oh. You know, there's an account that does that same thing as the possum one, except with monkeys. Oh, Is there a frog cool. one? No. Oh. I, I, maybe. There are like hundreds of those accounts. Oh, another fun Twitter account that I'm just going to throw out there. It's at Boop a Snoot, where it's a picture of somebody taking a very close picture of a dog and you boop that snoot. <laughs> another it's fun awesome. Twitter account is at Skelegummy. <laughs> but Can even, we boop a snoot there? No. Oh well, then I'm then I'm not that interested. Even more fun than that, I would ask you to follow at Morning Monorail on Twitter. That's where you're going to find all our social media interaction. Not all of it, because we're also on Facebook. You can join our Facebook group, Monday Morning Monorail Family, on the Facebook. We're over 80 members now. We're climbing towards that century mark. Could it be you? It might be. Will you win something if you're member 100? Probably not, but do it anyway. And then we're on YouTube, and I'm going to be starting a new series on our YouTube where I'm doing some video diary type stuff. Here's what I learned. I want to do a blog on our website. I like the idea of doing a blog, and I don't ever sit down and actually do it. But for some reason, I feel more motivated to make little videos. I made the first one where I share the actual podcast equipment that we use to make this very show i'd love for you to go check it out monday morning monorail on youtube those are called vlogs no 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 i'm not vlogging i'm video diarying it's it's a it's a viary no more like (laughs) you show that on youtube more like video diarrhea oh Oh, got me Uh, yeah, I was able to check out the video of you breaking down and sharing uh, your setup of uh, recording stuff. I thought it was uh, A, informative, and B, pretty well done. So uh, oh, be thanks. sure to check that out as well on the YouTubes. Appreciate it. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to, these aren't going to be like super edited, like big fancy productions. It's going to be pretty simple because that's the easiest thing for me to do. Just basically hit record on the old GoPro and, uh, and, and put GoPro. a little. Something. Yeah. If you do want to see highly edited, uh, like movie production value videos then go to skelligummy on youtube oh my god <laughs> all right his plug game is second to none and that comes from somebody who gets a paycheck to plug bravo garrett <laughs> <laughs> well thank you all so much once again for listening we appreciate you being not only listeners of this podcast but friends and we love the connections we make with you on social media so please do all of the things until next week have a magical week Bye-bye. Bye. Deuces. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings and please watch your step as you exit. (laughs) See y'all real soon.